Welcome to the Sent and Bent podcast. This is the first episode of the new year. So we're going to talk about our goals for this coming year, kind of catch up on the last couple weeks because we took some time off for the holidays and uh, just tell, you know, like we do every podcast, our best stories of the week. And I want to start off setting something up for Will here. He had us dying laughing yesterday. Huh? Because, yes, you did. How so? Because there's this Instagram trend going around where this blonde girl does like oh. her hands across nice exotic sports cars and says the name of the car. And yes. so she goes like, Mercedes. And it's Except so she says it. Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan does it perfectly. He really does. We need Ethan to get on this trend. (laughs) Yeah. We do. do Monster (laughs) job. It needs to be something that has an actual name. It's not as funny if it's like. Yeah. uh, Anyway. The Ethan. Uh, No, no, no. That would be funny. The K truck. -truck. Mitsubishi. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. There's a bunch of soothing voice. I gotta gotta figure out how to like say Mitsubishi weirdly. Yeah. I I think you did perfect. Yeah. That was pretty nice. (laughs) Uh, So basically we hopped on this trend with our Chang Li, which is our little red Chinese car. We did the hundred mile challenge in, and it is at this point, the roof is coming off. The welds are coming off the roof. Uh, We've rolled it, lit it on fire, like it's <laughs> multiple just, times. So we've lit it on fire multiple times. It's the highest contrast you could think of to a luxury G wagon. So Will did this, and it was so funny. He did Chang Lee on everything, had a different thing as a microphone every time, and it went kind of viral. And then I'll let Will it take it from have. here with the recent events from the virality <laughs> yeah. of this Instagram it post. It must have become a little bit viral. I haven't paid attention to that post, but uh, I was filling up at the gas station uh, a couple days ago, and I walked in, and I was just going to get gas and my coffee, and the clerk is like, before I even get up there, to to the clerk, he's like, Changley. <laughs> And it caught me off guard. It really caught me off guard because I was done with work and I'm just going home and doing my thing. I do. I go to that gas station like every day, see that guy every day. And then this time he's just like, Changley. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, honestly. Has this guy ever talked to you no, about grind never hard said, stuff? He's never said anything about the channel. I'm always wearing a grind hard shirt. He's never called it out or anything. And this time he's just looked me dead in the eye and he's like, Changley. Just Chang like how Li. I said it. I was like, <laughs> what? No, I guess I think- the Changley just hit differently, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it hit a different audience than our normal audience. Like someone came up to me at the gym and they were like, hey, that, that Chang Lee thing you made? It was so funny. And I was like, oh, did you see the 100-mile challenge? And they were like, what? Like, no, the thing with the blonde girl. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it hit like a different level of attention. I think just it's like, just comedy that anyone can understand. Yeah. yeah but kind don't. of at the same time not understand because like, <laughs> there is they no understanding. That little well. car and they're like, what is the triangle? Like, I mean, I mean, there's no understanding even the original that we were imitating. Yeah. Let alone the it's, one that we made. It's it, just It's nonsensical. It doesn't altogether. make it. The, the, you can't understand it even if you try. Yeah. yeah. I have a theory though because I went to their Instagram account, the original poster and they have a bunch of different luxury 
exotic vehicles like this, but they're all like redone hot pink interior, like crazy stuff. Like every single thing on these cars have been touched. I'm thinking probably some <laughs> touched by some guys. random blonde girl going ticking their fingernails or stroking the dashboard. Yeah. Literally been touched. Yeah. So I think it's some wealthy individual who has this crazy collection and just hires models to make content about his car collection. They're not selling anything. Right. They're not promoting brands like obviously mercedes was probably rolling in their grave seeing this video go viral (laughs) so like (laughs) yeah i think it has to just be a vanity project yeah because like they're not they're also not posting enough or getting enough views to be like making money on it yeah not not the kind of money you need to have like 30 supercars yeah all the views are from people doing like what we did yeah well Yeah, and it seems like it's probably not in this country either. It's like Russian or something like that girl. Yeah, the, the, she's all a Russian. Them, yeah, she's all, yeah, all of them. And all of them seem, models. you know, yeah. foreign. So, like, I mean, who knows? Maybe that guy is somehow promoting something we just don't understand in Russia. And like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, oh, that's, yeah. A, that's a solid theory. Yeah. The, the plot thickens because I was genuinely curious, especially oh. after, like, oh. our video did so well. I was like, there is something going on here. So I found the main model that's on their Instagram mainly doing this. Mm -hmm. She has a YouTube channel and she started like Twitch streaming gaming under the name Mercedes girl. What? (laughs) You did dig deep into this. So she like games and stuff, but like, I think she was like a regular model, you know, like we'll pay you to do this gig. Mm -hmm. You do the gig, regular model. And then I think this video went so viral and so many people were Googling Mercedes girl that she was like, okay, I'm a professional YouTuber now slash Twitch streamer. <laughs> oh I'm just going to lean into this and roll yeah, with it. Exactly. I saw, and it's all so cringe. Oof. I think she understands her brand and does it on purpose. She must be. Probably. Because she did this whole video with one of her friends, like, ASMR trying food for the first time. What? What? How do you mix trying? those two things? All of the food is pink. What? And they're huh? on this table, like picking up the wrapper, like crinkling the wrapper in the microphone, whispering, like, "Oh, this smells so good. This smells so good." And like eating it, <laughs> and it's thirty-five minutes long. Did you watch? Uh, I think I would. No, hey. I scrolled through. Oh. I think I would end up in a coma if I had to watch that. <laughs> yeah. So oh, pink that, food, like. What, it's all cake? pink or uh, like spray painted pink? Like what is going like on there? Pretzels from Japan that are like covered in oh. pink chocolate, uh, mochi, mm. uh, like Fruit Loops with just the pink ones, that kind of thing. <laughs> ah. Yeah, it was very like on brand for the Mercedes video. Like she knew what she was doing. She's like, I'm gonna take the people googling me because of the Mercedes video and do some. Weird pink cringe ASMR or something. Well, I mean, you know, that's not all that yeah. dissimilar to the beginning of Grindhard because we built the Barbie <laughs> car as a joke and then we're like, well, I guess people really like pink power wheels that go fast and we just built a whole bunch more of them. Yeah, now we have a fleet on this side yeah. of the garage. That was never the intention when we started yeah. out. We weren't like, we're going to get together and build the world's fastest power wheels toys we were like let's build some fun stuff and then build real cars nah yeah Yeah. you know it it, it happens (laughs) and it was strategic in the beginning the pink part of it yeah because it's 
it's more funny. Right, of like, course. If it's a high horsepower situation, it's a little pink car, it's funnier. But right. then like things like the jet boat, if we didn't already have that as part of the brand, we probably, probably. wouldn't have made that pink. No. But yeah. it being pink makes it so much, oh, so better. much better. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. just Maybe just we need to collaborate with this Mercedes girl. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine <laughs> that would get be her to nice. do that with the Barbie camper? <laughs> yeah, it's she'd like, say Barbie in some like weird way, like she says uh, Mercedes. Barbie. <laughs> She could like crinkle the peeled wrap on the jet boat. <laughs> Power wheels. <laughs> Fisher oh. Price. Yeah, Fisher Price. Oh, it's even oh, worse. I can it's imagine children. it. Oh, children Fisher toy price. names. <laughs> oh man, what's the Mattel <laughs> Dream Camper? <laughs> Wow, we should send her a DM. We should. We really should. Can <laughs> like, you imagine? When are you going to be in the States next? We need to collab. Yeah, but then but she'll see the like videos of us making fun of her. Jangling. I don't think she'll uh, care. She must embrace it. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that's to become a meme. Uh, it was either Vice or Vox did this series on like after the meme. Have you guys seen I've this? I've seen that series. It's no, great. I it's like if you're a kid and like you get like memed. And then they find the person from the super famous meme. Like they right. found the guy who like rage quit in his cubicle and smashed his keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. They like found that guy and they're like, what happened that day? And he's like, oh, I was just so fed up with work. And I didn't think of the security cameras and just rage quit, you know? Yeah. And then like he was doing all right. Like he wasn't like the happiest guy in the world, but you know. They then, never are. That's the weird thing. It's like the meme takes something from them yeah. when it becomes a meme. Yeah, it's I think because if you do it on purpose, like we tried to make a viral YouTube video. So when we got it, we were like excited. But if all these people <laughs> just shared the security camera footage of you like doing kind of a bad thing at work, then it's like, yeah, that must kind of take yeah, something. From take you. something. It's, yeah. We're going to go viral a, with this one. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. no. laughs> like that guy, he was trying to go viral. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh. And he went viral <laughs> to an extent. Uh, and then the it's Wednesday, my dude's guy. He has a whole, like, kind of comedy reactions channel. But for the longest time, every single Wednesday, he made a new It's Wednesday, My Dudes. I've never heard of this Really? It's, oh, <laughs> he's big in my generation. <laughs> yeah, I heard It's Wednesday, My Dudes, like, a billion times yeah. in middle school. <clears throat> he's, like, he was a kid, and it was Vine. It was, mm -hmm. like, really before YouTube. And... He has, like, a green shirt, I think, kind of long hair, but he has, like, suntan. You know, like, when you the goggles you wear mm -hmm. when you go into yeah, your tanning tan. bed? Yeah. And he goes, it's Wednesday, my dudes. Ah! <laughs> like that kind of. It's funny when you see it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, like, kind of around the same era of it's a slithery yeah. little snake. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. that part of Vine, that mm -hmm. era is what it yeah. came from. I missed Vines entirely. That I man was... turned it into a full-on career. Wow. Like very successful. Yeah. Impressive. But I remember I remember hearing um like probably before I even really knew like anything about the internet or YouTube. Um I remember hearing an NPR special about uh, uh this guy who had um gone viral for something. I don't remember what it was, but it was some funny little clip. Back when like that was the only way to go viral was random funny clips before yeah. there was like channels, yeah, and, random and, junk. And it was <laughs> yeah, when it was an NPR special about like 
how to like how that guy took that one viral video and turned it into like a business and made money and stuff. And like, you know, he was talking about all the same stuff we do now, but differently because back then you couldn't make money off of the videos. Yeah. So he's like, yeah. And then you brand it, you put your meme on shirts and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I mean, this is probably like 20 years ago, but yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. There's this guy, Travis, that I actually did a job for. He had the mega, mega viral video, like, early YouTube of his wife is driving and he's saying, okay, so if we're going 60 miles an hour and we're 60 miles away, how long will it take to get there? And she like starts doing math and she's like, uh, like 47 miles. Like <laughs> it's just like one of those straightforward, like yeah. things that just a genuine moment. Right. You know? And he also like, that video went so viral. He got hit up by all the licensing companies. He right. didn't really know anything about that world, but he learned so much through that process of like licensing his video and making money. And then he started like selling viral videos to brands kind of, and like huh. being like a viral marketing company. Right. And one of my first jobs was editing, a, making like a custom dubstep. It was like dubstep was bumping Skrillex. <laughs> this is the era. So I made a custom dubstep song for that video. Cause at the time there weren't any websites that were licensing songs for YouTube. Mm, so he right. found my music and he was like, just make me a song for the video and then don't release it anywhere else. So I can right. get money from the video. Yeah. Like that's how hard it used to be back then. Right. It was like speaking of dubstep, I was in the shop after you guys all left last night working on the lathe, and my Apple Music decided that I wanted to listen to dubstep. So. Oh, nice! Oh, but I mean, nice. it's not a bad thing to rock out to. That's when you're, what you want. <laughs> working when you're on the lathe, lathe and just like, what? <laughs> 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 yeah, the lathe is actually a very dubstep machine. It does make <laughs> dubstep noises, like especially when you're using the parting tool. It's like. Trends move so fast. Like, when's the last time you even heard the word dubstep? I don't uh, know. It's like not from us. Oh, <laughs> do you guys? Yeah. Do you guys remember the, um, what does the Fox say video? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Have you ever watched more of their videos? Stonehenge. No. They, they have one that's all about, we need to watch it later. The Remind me after you the podcast. Seen that, the dubstep no. one is oh. amazing. Oh, really? we got to watch that. It's at so good. They have a whole, like, what does the Fox say music video, except it's the same guys, but. The whole really? song's about dubstep. They really brought the production value on Dude, the what they, they did. The what is, say, that and and they nice. did on this other one too. The production value is just as good. Maybe really? better. Yeah. Really? That's Stonehenge is really good too. Is that the one where he falls in love with the seal? Is that the dubstep song or is that a different I one? I don't know. I, I binged that guy's stuff years ago. So did I. I think no. we might have done that together. I, I was like... <laughs> yeah. That was like 2013 yeah. when those videos... Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yep. That was like that the new generation of Weird Al, I feel. Like kind of, Weird Al had like, a great idea and a lot of people tried to copy it, but no one really took off. Right. And then these guys were like, what if it's like a whole band and like, we're not making like parodying songs. It's our own songs, but the songs are just hilarious. Yeah. Right. But I don't, I haven't heard anything about those guys in years. So like, I don't know if they were, they huh. definitely weren't as successful as Weird Al. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, if you guys haven't heard their dubstep song, they're nowhere no, near. No, I've definitely yeah. heard What's the Fox Say? Though, <laughs> that was yeah, popular was the, in middle school. What was the name of it? Was it like Yelvis or something? It was like some. Yeah, I think it's Yelvis. Yelvis? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 Anyway. That was good a, good, a good trend. If you haven't seen or heard it, go, go look up their stuff. <laughs> Not just the What Does the Fox Say? I mean, probably everyone's heard that. But like... <laughs> The rest of them are also really good. There's going to be someone listening to this podcast that's like, I haven't heard of any of this stuff. They're about to look up the 
the Instagram girl, the what does a fox say? Like, wow, Uh, these guys really take in some trash level content. Let's be honest. It's not going to be one person. It's probably most of them. (laughs) They got to look up Hershey Wood too while they're at it. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Hershey Wood has a good dog. Shoots a good dog. Shoots a good dog. That one's not even that viral. Like, I don't even, like, it has like a quarter million views. That one deserves more views, though. It really does. I've showed so many people that. Dude. I was showing someone it's that d- video. D- d- we got to put yeah, out a warning though. Like to. it's not, it's, it's very disturbing. It's not <laughs> yeah. like gore. In a good no way. one gets hurt, but it's like, yeah. you, well, it could make you uncomfortable. Before Will tells his story, I'll tell you what the video is. Uh, this uh, man. Really? You're going to spoil it? Well, give them we the, need gist. the premise. Otherwise they're not going to understand true, anything we true. talk about yeah. from here on yeah. out. <laughs> this man <laughs> is in a trailer park and he inhales whole hot dogs and then launches them like quite far out of his esophagus. Yeah, I I don't understand and the physics of it, but yeah. Even after that's... he swallows a few, he can still talk, which I don't understand the physics of how that works. I, I don't know. This don't man know. just has like he goes <laughs> like he can Five. launch one at a time, he can launch them all at the same time like a shotgun and he's just really funny and you yeah. have to watch it. There you go. Carry yeah. on. Well, along the same lines, I don't know if I've told you this yet, but I think I told Steven. I was at a party, and I was showing people Hershey Wood. And nice. I, they were like, wow, that's really cool. And then Katie's like, we have a friend that can do that. And I <laughs> was like, no. And I was like, huh? And I didn't believe her at first. Can we have she, him on the show? Yeah, I asked him, and he's down. And okay. <laughs> I didn't believe her, and then he, she texts him. And he sends like eight videos. The <laughs> longest hot dog this man is able to put in his mouth and still talk is one of those really long Costco sausages that are like 12 inches long. I don't want to know where he learned this but skill. But he can also put like 12 of these little hot dogs down his throat and like shoot them out like a <laughs> machine gun like a out. machine gun wow yeah he's very why talented why is this a skill that people have i how don't do you know. learn you can do this i uh, don't, don't ask no. don't ask that question. Oh, but maybe it's like a uh like a sword swallowing maybe it's like the same technique i'm sure it is yeah but i think there's breathing techniques that go along with it because everyone like <laughs> he does the same different. thing he's like <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is they couldn't they couldn't possibly be going down your... Where does it go? Well, they're not going down the passage to your lungs because then you couldn't breathe. Yeah. So they're going... Like, I think you're using... I'm, I'm thinking about this, and I'm thinking you're using your lungs to create the suction, suction but then they're going they actually, like you said, down your, your esophagus stomach. towards your stomach. But if you also inhale enough air, like if you're trying to burp, you know, then you could also force burp and push them back out with the same air that's in your stomach while not affecting your ability to breathe or talk. Because they'd be in your esophagus, <laughs> not in your yeah. windpipe. And That's my theory. Bypass the gag reflex. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you have, have to. to. It's like the same. <laughs> I guess it's like, I don't know how sword swallowers like train. Like, do you start with like a small sword? I would assume you start with something that's not sharp. <laughs> that's probably a good. <laughs> like, a a, yeah, like a hot dog. Like a hot dog with hot dogs. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you just. Eat a hot dog. A whole hot dog. <laughs> or choke on a hot dog. I mean, <laughs> but sword, oh, this conversation is getting really do weird. Do sword swallowers <laughs> hold their breath while they do it, or can they no, breathe while because it's, in it's there? not in, it's not going down the like a sword also is like you know relatively two dimensional, so it's not blocking yeah. the whole passage. But also, it's not going into your lungs; it's going into your stomach. Hey, 
I mean, not all the way, but towards hey. your stomach. Wow. Oh, man. Okay, well, oh, we should really talk about guy, something else. How was your guys' New Year's? I haven't heard Steven's yet. Oh, mine was super chill. It was very responsible. I just played piano until midnight and then went to bed. Is that the same day that you accidentally drank non-alcoholic beer? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I'm doing dry January, or I'm, you know, working on dry January. Uh, so you and have, uh, so wait, you've so that hasn't January started yet. I had two beers last night. That's not okay, dry that's January. Not dry yeah. January. Yeah, well, it's starting now. I don't have any left at my house. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Um, yeah. Where was I at this? I don't know. Fake beers? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, like, prepared, you know. I'm like, well, I can, you know, have a few beers on New Year's Eve relax, have a good time. And then I didn't realize till the next day when I like looked, I'm like, oh, these are non-alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. The best part say... is he bought them. It wasn't like oh, somebody else. Yeah. It's not like they were in a fridge and he was just like, oh, I'll have this beer. No, he went to the store and bought non-alcoholic IPAs. <laughs> they were actually really notice. good. Is that when you decided you were like, okay. I no, I decided before that. I was like, well, New Year's Eve, like one more little party send, you know. I was actually going to meet up with Will and then that never happened. Yeah. yeah. What'd you do? Uh, I just had a whole bunch of people in my little apartment. It was like <laughs> a little party there, you know, and you know, you know how it is. Like one person will invite someone and then one person will invite three people and then yeah. just kind of, and my apartment's a studio apartment. So it was like kind of like <laughs> elbow to elbow. Bumping? Was it like two? Yeah, it was kind of bumping. Yeah. We had Fortnite on the projector and nice. Fortnite tournaments and stuff, but yeah, it was a pretty, pretty Man. chill I wish I'd been here for New Year's. We could have had a mean shop party. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which would nice. have also been a two mil sub celebration party. But oh, yeah. We haven't we mentioned still haven't that done on the pod yeah. yet. Yeah, we were <clears throat> all signs pointed to it happening like three months from now. But the 100 mile challenge video went viral. The chopper video went viral. And then a, a bunch real, of shorts. Yeah, a real and a short. It was the same video that Steven made went like super viral. Mm -hmm. And so it just went. Joop, it was yep. awesome. We got so. 140,000 subscribers in a month. Yeah, it was super <laughs> duper cool. So and we hit it on Christmas Day, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. It was really cool. Yeah. So I was Yeah. Yeah. I was on in a on a plane on the way to Texas oh. on Christmas Day to go visit my wife cuz she's stationed in El Paso. So that's what I did for Christmas and New Year's is I sat around in El Paso on night shift cuz she's a nurse in the army and uh, she was working nights, so I stayed up all night playing video games while she was working, and then, um... Did you stay up until the new year? No, on New Year's oh. Eve, I... <laughs> really? Well, because I, f I was flying home on New Year's Day, and oh. I didn't want to be fully on night shift when yeah. I got home. Yeah. So, I only stayed up till, like, 11, and then I went to bed. She stayed up until... I guess I, I also had to get up early to go to the airport, so she stayed up until, like, well, she took me to the airport at, like, 3.30, 4 in the morning, um, and then... Uh, yeah, so that my, my New Year's Eve was very uneventful. I mean, we cooked a nice dinner and had a good time, but it yeah. wasn't uh, it wasn't a party. Is it harder to be away when you have something like the Monster Chopper that's like a thing that like is ready to go, like just needs some more attention to just work, you know? Um, it's not really specific to the project. Um, it is harder now that the shop is done and it's like way nicer to work in here. Yeah. Because yeah. just in general, like like last winter when I left for a week, it was like, wow, it's really nice to be warm, not be cold. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I mean, I always miss the like building and hanging out with you guys and all of that part of it. But like now that the shop, like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the um, the shop helps a lot because like it's pleasant to work 
now, not just like enjoyable the work itself. It's a pleasant environment and we can all be in here and like, you know, most nights when you guys leave, I stay out here and work a couple extra hours, not because I feel like I have to, but because it's, it's nice. pleasant. I can put the music on and it's warm and like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have anywhere else to be. But, um, but yeah, it's every time I go there, it's harder to like El Paso is just, I mean, I'm sorry if you live there and love it, but for me, it's the most boring place I've ever had to spend time, especially when you're on night shift because nothing's really open. There's not much to do. So like it, it's great to go there and see my wife, which fortunately she'll be moving home in like five months. So that's, oh, that's exciting. Months. But, oh. um, but uh, the hardest part for me is just going from like being busy, like 12 hours a day, seven days a week, if I want to be, which I usually do <laughs> <laughs> to having nothing to do for 12 hours a day for seven days a week. It's a very abrupt change and it's very difficult. Like I, uh, I was, I saw some clip from some random podcast. I have no idea what it was, but this guy was talking about, uh, I don't know, psychology or something. And he was like, when, uh, when you're addicted to being busy, relaxation feels like stress. Yeah. And that was the most accurate thing I've ever heard for myself. I was like that he's talking about me and it, it's true. Like I, if I have to sit and relax for a whole day, I get stressed the hell out. <laughs> Cause yeah. I'm just so used yeah. to being busy all the time. I but. feel like that too. It's, I hit phases whenever I take time off. Like the only time more than a week last year was, uh, when I went to Italy mm-hmm. and it was like, the first few days I was like, wow, I want to like, you know, work on something. Like right. I want to like make a video, edit the podcast. Like it's just so something, much yeah. fun doing that like right. creative stuff for me. Yep. And then like a weekend I'm like, okay, well, I don't have any of that stuff to do. What am I going to do? And then I start getting other ideas. Yep. I'm like, I should start a YouTube channel where like you walk <laughs> around the beach slowly and then you put it in reverse and just put like trippy hop music to it and stuff. <laughs> and like, I just invent YouTube yep. channels the yeah. entire time I'm gone. When I went to uh, Hawaii to help Stetson out last yeah. year, same thing. Yep. I was like writing down ideas, like 10 new YouTube channels. It's like my vice. Yeah. It's like if that's, <laughs> that's exactly the same thing I do. It's just slightly different because I'm not, I mean, it's, you know, I'm doing my side of that. So I'm always yeah. thinking like, what could I build? Or like, well, this time when I was in Texas, I thought up the, the, um, the really cheap snowmobile hundred mile challenge idea. Cause I was bored and like, yeah, my other vice is Facebook marketplace because when I have, <laughs> well, it's yeah. perfect because when I have nothing to do and I want to feel productive, but I, I like, I'm either too tired to actually work on something or like I'm in an airplane or Texas. Like if I browse marketplace, I feel like I'm being productive. Cause I'm like, Hmm, maybe I could. Find. And so yeah. I found this guy selling by accident. I found this guy selling 10 Yamaha phasers for like 1200 bucks. Some of them are obviously parts. And I got really excited about it, but then he'd already sold half of them. Anyway, that's, that's, so I do the yeah. exact same thing. Like I just sit there thinking up like, Hmm, what could I build? I could do this. And then I could oh, build yeah. that. And I could, yeah. it's yeah. a real thing. <clears throat> yeah. I think that it's, you just get in such a, a loop or whatever, yep. which I think is kind of why, like I listen to all the YouTuber podcasts and all the YouTubers who have podcasts mm-hmm. and all the time, I feel like they're talking about burnout, but I don't know about you guys, but I don't really experience that. I like maybe experience the opposite. Like I definitely feel the like pressure to have right. to like make the next video better the next week. And like, that's a lot of pressure. Like the burnout side of it. I'm like, 
it's just so much fun. It's like kind of like taking a vacation is like guaranteeing for that week you're not going to do something fun like the 100 mile yeah, challenge right. or a limo trip <laughs> yeah like like i'd way rather do that than like go to mexico and surf for a week yep yeah, yeah i don't for know sure. so i don't oh, yeah. have burnout because of that i mean i eyes um, hurt sometimes from editing so long <laughs> yeah that's about it i was feeling the burnout for probably i don't know the last couple of years but uh, then I got on antidepressants and realized I wasn't burnt out. I was just depressed um, <laughs> because that's how my brain works. Um, mm. And now that I, yeah, now that I'm not depressed, like I don't really feel burnt out at all because I have the mental energy to be interested in the stuff and to, and to enjoy it in a way that I wasn't for a while. I mean, like that's an exaggeration. Like I was still enjoying everything we do, but it felt like, like just less. And I was spending more time worrying about the stuff that, you know, like you said, all the pressure to keep doing, like, I just spent more time thinking about the negative side of things than the positive. The positive was always still there, mm. but the antidepressants mm -hmm. help like switch that around. So I can just think more about the positive stuff and not the negative stuff as much. Like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. how I describe it anyway. It but, makes a lot of sense. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do really understand why most people that do this are burnt out. Like it is like a, you know, stressful. And also I think a lot of people don't necessarily do things as much the way they want to do them or what they actually want to do as yeah. we do. You know, I think, I think we've been, uh, lucky slash, you know, done a good job of creating ourselves a niche that we actually want to be in and yeah. doing things we actually want to do. Like, and, and another huge factor, I think for a lot of YouTubers is that like, um, I mean, it's certainly a lot of the people in the automotive space, like don't, have the situation that we do where they have one person that builds and one that edits that are both passionate about their individual skill set. Mm -hmm. Most people, it's like they're just the, they're Not one only. person and they build and edit. Yeah. And then sometimes they hire an editor and whatever, but like it, that would cause a lot more burnout because if you're not really, if you're only kind of like sort of into the editing, that's, I could imagine that being a huge part of the burnout for most people is like having to do both sides. Yeah. And I think for most people too, like we are, very niched up and like you know there are channels that are like people really passionate about legos that just right. do legos people really passionate about music that just do music right and those are like the best channels yep but what's popular right now is just being a youtuber right like you yeah. just want to be a youtuber and then the things you're doing i guess could be fun but it's like weird challenges like i went to every fast food in my entire state yeah like, like how is that fun <laughs> pointless things and it's like if you need to do that every week right oh man the burnout the burnout would be so real yeah. and i right. think that's the huge difference like you know you were already doing stuff like this in your free time right i was doing <laughs> yeah, you stuff were, like yeah. this in my free time and work and right all the time yeah so, i mean sleep. same like that's yeah <laughs> so it's like yeah it's, I think that makes it a lot easier. And like, you know, I, I like watching like some of these crazy challenge videos that people come up with, but to do that every week would be just like hardcore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah, just coming up with ideas, like how do you yeah. top, you know, every fast food restaurant in your state? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we you're like, yeah, yeah. How do you talk? Yeah, exactly. And you essentially up. have to just be doing what's popular at the time. Like it could be something you're not into. At yeah. all. Right. And you're like, oh, I need to learn Fortnite. Oh, oh. man, I have to go to every <laughs> restaurant in my state. Like, that is kind of stressful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's this guy who I follow. I really, he's really good at like storytelling and making these videos. He did, 
I ate Taco Bell for every meal for a month. So it was like supersize me. I saw that. But Taco Bell, and it took off. It went hard. He was on the news and like he like did it right. Like he had like the health people like take his blood. Doctors. The health people. The health people <laughs> take his blood. Like a nutritionist, a doctor, uh, one of those types of people. And by the end of it, he even got to interview like on day 28 or whatever. He interviewed the girl who does the recipes for Taco Bell. Huh? That's hilarious. There's a girl that just does the recipes. Well, I mean, there's got to be somebody. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or She's a team of people, of probably. Like of She's wow. probably in charge of a team. But yeah, they uh, he actually was healthier than you would think. Just in yeah. the beginning, his sodium like went way oh, too right. high. So he just got the less salty foods. And he felt kind of bad, but he survived and he didn't do any like permanent damage to his body. Which yeah, I, I was remember. Surprised. I, didn't I think remember could the do it. outcome being a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, or I, I think I heard somewhere that the super size me one was kind of like not scientific later, like later on, like the like because it, it showed like how unhealthy he got. Yeah. And somewhere I feel like I heard that it was like that was maybe exaggerated. Yeah. I can um, believe that. And, he and it, like, seemed kind of not very healthy to begin with. I, I don't. I don't remember the details or anything. I just heard mm. somewhere that like that was like. Later on, like years after that happened, people were like, wait a minute, like he wasn't really, I don't know, remember what it was, but there was something that was yeah. like really exaggerated about that. I don't remember. Yeah. That's the hard part with what he did versus the Taco Bell man. He did the super size. Yeah. Sodas that's part of the every yeah. meal. That's part yeah. of it too, is that like Taco he wasn't Bell just guy. eating McDonald's. He was intentionally eating the most, the most yeah. like the biggest you could. And I mean, I guess that is a point too, but nobody like. Yeah. yeah. Nobody does that if they don't want to. <laughs> yeah. You know, nobody's going around going, I guess I have to get yeah. the supersize. Like, yeah. Uh, I've been seeing anyway. a big trend of people taking, like, kind of old school famous documentaries and, like, mm. doing, and doing it doing themselves. Them. Remaking them for which YouTube. Which is a huge testament to, like, how accessible information and equipment is right now that you even can do that. That yeah. this man with his own camera and his own computer could make. A video just as good as like the Super Size Me documentary that had like a team of editors yeah. and all this stuff. That's pretty crazy that you could just make a movie. Isn't there like a whole list of countries now that recognize dolphins as non-person people? Non-non-non-human non, 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 persons. Persons. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I think that started with India, if I remember, yeah. like ten years ago or something. So or they're people that aren't they, because, of their, because of their intelligence. They recognize them as like like we recognize them as. More conscious than a lot of other animals. Oh, yeah. so they're Something out like of that. the animal range. I mean, they're, they're still so animals. They're just saying, yeah. like, they should be treated as a person. Yeah. Hitchhiker's yeah. Guide to the Galaxy was way ahead of its time. It really was. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, what did you say about a mouse the other day? You were like, oh, mice don't know. They're dumb. And oh, like, yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 The mice in that movie. Yeah. So, New Year's goals. Uh, as we could talk about personal ones too, but I was thinking grind hard ones and definitely the one that I'm lit about right now, since we were just talking about it, is making a movie. We just bought a movie camera a movie camera. It's our first cinema camera we've I've ever had and definitely has ever been involved with Grindhard. And so we got that going, an external monitor that can record raw. Basically, we have everything we need to make a movie now. It's very legitimate. And I mean, you guys just made your own little uh, jank movie with the uh, 100, 100 Mile, mile challenge. challenge. Yeah, which that was kind of a test <laughs> to yeah. see, like, 
can we do a single adventure and turn it into a movie? Right. Because with our other movie ideas, we've been wanting to do this for a very long time. I've mm-hmm. always wanted to make a movie. It's like, okay, we can't, like one of them was build 2K trucks and do this crazy cross the country thing. And right. It's like, all right, that's going to take so much time. We can't do that and, and also yeah. make YouTube videos. Right. So really a part of the 100 mile challenge that Will and I talked about a lot. It's like, all right, let's keep cameras running the entire time. And if we're editing it together and we can get like that feature length accolade, Mm -hmm. then we could do a movie in like a short. Yeah, in like a week. I mean, because you guys did, I mean, yeah, you could call that trip was roughly a week when you count in all the preparation that went into it and stuff. But yeah, if we were doing a more serious version with all of us, then yeah. a week for the actual filming of the adventure and then maybe yeah. a week for, and then it's only like two weeks for that movie, which is, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, way it's more, more manageable. Yeah. yeah. Editing will be crazy because of with raw and color correcting right. every single clip. Like it'll probably take months to edit, even if we do film it within a week or two or three, but you have help but editing some of the other videos now. So that exactly. helps a lot. So I think that is like my main goal for the year. And then nice. I also think we need to make a rock song with a music video. Nice. So yeah, that's we talked about it a lot awesome. last year, but I'm like, are you gonna sample like shop sounds for yeah, some of it? I nice. already have. Yeah, I heard about yeah. that. You went around with a piece of metal banging on stuff. Oh, that was for <laughs> the song. I thought that was for. Like, I thought a, that well, was for the podcast. I'm gonna do it. Use those samples for the podcast intro. Uh, mm. So it's kind of like the hundred mile challenge. Ah, uh, yeah, you're just kind of practicing. Yeah, because yeah, it's like I've obviously made songs with all kinds of samples before, but like. I'm sure there's going to be like certain ways to record the welder to actually make it sound like cool in a right. song. Cause I don't want it to just be like a song that happens to have a welder sound in it. Right. Yeah. I want it to be like, that's part of the instrumentation. And like, we have so many different tools that make so many different noises. Like I know. you could use the tubing bender, the, the sound yeah. of the electric hydraulic pump. Yeah. And then like, you know, yeah. the, the mill, uh-huh. the, the mill and the lathe can the make lathe. all sorts of different noises oh, yeah. too, depending on what you're, what like RPM and what, what kind material. of metal you're cutting? Yeah, bench yeah. grinders like that'd be really fun. The plasma, the, the arc droid has to be in there. Cutting oh, the hexagon yeah. for sure. You could record its like homing noise. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Be yeah. Pretty cool. And yeah, then a like, bunch of engine noises from like our best sounding yeah. engines. Uh, you know how like thankfully the Grom is dead. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we still have a couple of those engines around that make the same noises. <laughs> that reel that you sent us yesterday, like this is Edwin with the Grom. Yeah. That's a whole th- Did you guys know that's a whole sport in Japan? Yeah. It's just making engine noises with your motorcycle? Yeah. Like, it it's a competition. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The Hakuza was like a call sign of, like, which gang you were in or whatever. Yeah. And, like, you'd be on the streets doing that. Ding, 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 ding. And then it got into, like, a whole sport. And, like, people tune their bikes and mm-hmm. exhaust to hit certain notes. And, like, like you saw the crowd of people in that video. Oh, yeah. It's actually like, a competition. Yeah. Like, wow. judged and... very yeah. sad, though, because I've seen these people take, like... S one thousand double R's and they just like rip the thing all the way back and it's like blowing the baffles out of the exhaust and stuff. I'm like, they're just destroying like that a is, really nice street I'm bike. I'm going to fly there and take that motorcycle. <laughs> well, they're probably like rebuilding them all the time. Yeah, I guarantee. Yeah, their exhausts yeah. are like that, glowing red. That yeah. one I sent you guys last night was just one of the better ones. Like that guy was yeah. skilled with the throttle. Oh, yeah. The way he was like hitting different notes and different yeah. tempos and stuff. That was, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, it reminded me of this clip. Uh, there's this um, 
when Formula One cars went to fly by wire um, throttles, mm-hmm. they could like control them with the computers, you know? Right. And I think it's a Renault in a garage. They did like a national anthem or something. <laughs> oh, they just but, tuned it to, yeah, yeah so that's like, hilarious. <laughs> it's like so cool. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I mean, to do it with the computer is pretty cool, but to do it with your hand is like, very, very impressive. impressive. Very, yeah. Those fast revving engines just ding, 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 ding. But yeah, that's exactly what I like. Yep. <laughs> like my, <laughs> favorite, <laughs> my favorite guy to watch on Instagram just goes into like a 12 o'clock wheelie on Groms and just rev bangs it, <laughs> like puts in the clutch. And it's like, it kind of has a little extra skill because if at any point you go like break it, too much, you can't put it back up because you're already at full throttle. So it's like, it's a pretty cool, like, for swag factor, and then mm-hmm. you're just being, like, really loud and obnoxious on a really small bike, which is really <laughs> That is your favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, Edwin sent me one of those videos, like, a couple months ago, and he's like, this is my favorite channel, man. And I just watch it, and he goes back up to a 12, and just... Edwin really likes his wheelies. And, and red limiters. I just encountered a clip of you riding over the long bridge on your little green bike, and you kind of come into frame. There's like these epic clouds in the background and you're just holding the wheelie and you're just going, whoa. <laughs> Every time Steven's like, hey, look at this clip, this clip I got of Edwin. I'm always expecting the whoa. <laughs> Which is funny because that started as an imitation of what you say. Yeah, A lot of the things we say are like <laughs> modified imitations of Will, but that one is really funny yeah. because like it was originally... Edwin, well, all of us, imitating Will going, whoa! And then now it's just Edwin's thing, and now Edwin actually just goes around going, whoa! Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's so true. I can't help myself. I've always been like that. There's little videos of me as, like, a tiny little kid. I had a, like, a a Power Wheels Harley thing. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, a three-wheeler. I was going, biker, 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 until my dad puts me on it, and then I get on it, and I'm like, Ah, just going in circles on the bike. Oh my! Nothing's changed. About wheelies, I was like wheelie, wheelie all the time. Like you still do. Yeah. yeah. My dad used to put me on his tank and do wheelies, but I couldn't talk yet. Like I kind of talk. I was like two and a half or Mm -hmm. whatever. But then, like when I started like talking and knowing about wheelies, like the the guys at the school would like lift up the front, and then someone would push me on like a. You know, like those little tricycle things. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That was nice. always doing wheelies. But, that, yeah. That what reminds me of, of Steven. Oh, I was going back to like our like, whoa thing and stuff. Uh-huh. I, I realized that I talk in that weird accent that we talk in all the time now. <laughs> like when I tell stories for anyone and I had to explain it to this girl last night. She's like, what's that voice you make? I'm like, it's kind of me imitating Will, imitating other people. Yeah. And you do it the most. Like any yeah. any of these things that we all pick up, like the reason that we have the premium merch is because Will like ah. legitimately just said premium in ways that normal people don't. Uh-huh. And then we all picked up on that and started saying it. But like, you know, just as an example, anytime we have any of our own personal memes. Steven always says it oh, like 10 it. times more than everyone <laughs> yeah. else. It and takes him it, a little longer to catch on. And then he just, it's the yeah. only thing he says. There was a few that I was really hesitant on like yeet. I was like, oh, I don't really like that. And then all of a sudden I'm like, yeet, just, yeet, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I've noticed the voice that you use, Steven, you're like, cause if Will's described it on the podcast before, but he has different voices 
depending on what kind of conversation he's having. So if he's telling a story where he did something dumb, he's kind of like, well, it wasn't that dangerous, <laughs> and I was in Seattle, <laughs> and this man was chasing me. Yep. And that, I think, is your impression of Will doing that yep. is how you tell yep. every single story Yeah, it's now. the voice for any person in yeah. any story, and they say weird words, too. Yeah, like, I even oh, this do that. man, he came up to me, he's all swindly, man. <laughs> and I use that voice now, too. I'm like, I like yeah. just describing random stuff. Usually, it's like talking about you guys doing stuff, because... Yeah. But, Sometimes even other people, I'm just like, whoa, man, y'all, this thing. <laughs> I didn't realize I had like a voice until I was out of the country and we met some people from the UK or something. And they immediately knew Katie was like from the US, Idaho or something. And they're like, where are you from? And I was like, the US. And they're like, you just sound very different. Like you have a See, that's yeah, the tone like you like, just sound very yeah. different, man. My wife asked you asked me where you grew up. Yeah. I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> this you, is you like, talk in a unique way. Well, yeah. I always thought it was just the Idaho language, but It's not. <laughs> it's just your own thing, man. Your own thing. Uh, uh, yeah. So many people think you fake it too, but you've been doing it since day 1. I've been doing it before day 1. <laughs> <laughs> And then I I met your mom on New Year's Eve, and she she doesn't talk like you, but she does talk a little different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she does have his a whole family does. His dad like you've met his dad, right? No, well, oh. I shook his hand at he had to go, but like I kind of said yeah. hi once. But mm -hmm. he he also has a very unique way of talking. <laughs> really? So yeah, yeah. It, it runs in the family. But your yeah. mom uses real words. Oh. <laughs> So does his dad. They both do. Yeah, they they just have do. a different, like, uh, just kind yeah. of a unique cadence and and yeah. pitch to their to their voice. Yeah. She's but, really nice, but, though. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. glad. What yeah. are your New Year's goals? Um, you know, I have a couple New Year's resolutions. Ooh. I want to start building more involved projects. That, well, we're already doing that. Yeah, we're building more involved projects that use more thought to craft them. I don't really want to build things that are like drank anymore. Like <laughs> I've spent a lot of the time on the channel building things that are like, don't function very well or like don't work very well. And I just decided that I want to take a little more time and a little more thought in everything I make and mm -hmm. still make it weird and fast and all the things that I like building things as, but I just want to take a little more time and craft them a little bit better. That's one of my goals. That's a good that's a good one. Yeah. I've already started on my other goal. I just want to be more responsible. You know, this is my responsibility mustache. It's gonna grow <laughs> as I get more responsible. The mustache of responsibility. Oh, it's like yeah. a training braid, so if you do something very irresponsible, I'll have to shave it off. Shave it. <laughs> yeah. If I come to work and it's all the way gone, not like oh, a little no. patchy, you guys know. You already know something, something went down. happened. But yeah, I've already started to be more responsible, not get tickets. That's not true, and you've, you've been showing up here like a early, few minutes early every day, every single which day, is, which is, uh, mm -hmm. you know, yep, very different. Because I used to show up willy-nilly style. Yeah, like, so. yeah. It was like 12, 1, <laughs> 8. 10, 11, uh, 8. You never showed up at 8 no, before? No, I'm saying 8 at oh, night. Oh, <laughs> Well, that was the, that was the, the time day you I got, got arrested, arrested on the way to work, so. <laughs> that's true. You did show up at like yeah. but I just, yeah, I... I want to be more responsible. I want to build better projects and I just want to, yeah, grow as a person. So nice. Nice. Very responsible. Any personal ones or is that 
Well, well, I guess the my whole like both. life is kind of grind hard. Like I go to work and then go home and but yeah, and so then look up ideas for combining. Think about building together. things, just like how Ethan said. Yeah. Like I'm always thinking about building things. Like even when I go on vacation, I'm just like, that's what I want to do. But yeah. uh, I guess a personal goal that I've started to achieve: I've sold all my Subarus except for one. Really, one Subaru. Wow. Yep. And I want to really focus on like building quality streetcars and stuff and just, you know, making everything in my life just a little more premium. <laughs> yeah, just like one car that you put all your attention into. Yeah, all into. my attention into. And yeah. yeah, I also want to start saving for a house. So Nice. Yeah. Wow. Gonna, that's that's a huge, uh, your, your mustache of responsibility is working because yeah, I know. <laughs> like I three months ago you were like, I'm saving for a GTR. I'm going to import yeah. a GTR. So those funds have been reallocated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Other stuff. That's so. a, well, that's the way that I always thought of it because I really wanted a GTR before I had a house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you need a garage that you own before you get a GTR. I think the way that I thought of it was a little different. <laughs> I thought you can live in the GTR. Yeah. You but can't see, drive your house. <laughs> but when you live in your car, you ruin it and you don't want to ruin something. Yeah, nice exactly. Car. Like your so. Subaru's turned into a trash pile when you were living yeah, in them. Because you just, you know, you, you live, live in your car and then, yeah. But I learned how to live in a tiny little space. So <laughs> the back of STI yeah. is not big, man. I get having like a small house and a big garage. Yeah. <laughs> Look uh, at me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 700 that, square foot house, yeah. 1800 square foot garage. See, if you got a GTR, it'd be very responsible, but I don't think you want one. Well, mm. not really, but I mean, of the cars that one could get, it's definitely higher on the list than most that I would want, but uh, I still wouldn't actually have a place to keep it because this shop is always full of projects. The yeah. other one leaks and is also full of projects, so yeah. I'd have to build a whole new one. <laughs> yeah. And I but, can hardly have room for my three little electric dirt bikes in my garage it's <laughs> yeah. kind of it's like more merch. of a she shed it's half well it's a, a she shed is. it's a single car yeah. yeah it's a single car garage that was cut in half yeah and well, more than half it's like right the 10 percent <laughs> yeah. nubbin of it is the only thing left yeah it's like a yeah. quarter of it at most yeah. was your garage like that before you moved yeah yeah oh. they had uh, their son was a drummer so oh. they converted the garage so he could drum yeah. yeah, so half of it was like a studio. Interest. Yeah. And it's like drywalled and everything. Yeah, it's like very It would be so much work for me to turn that back into a garage. Yeah. And that's where we do all the grind hard merch now. So it works out because the extra layer of drywall and insulation is yeah. pretty nice for packing merch. Do you, do you think once you build that shop you've been talking about in town for the merch, do you mm-hmm. think you'd convert that back to a garage then maybe? Because then you could actually park your car at your house. My wife wants to turn it into a library. And oh. I want to turn it into a gaming room. So oh. I think we'll find some kind of compromise. I see. But not turn it into an actual garage. No. Well, if that tree next to your house mysteriously dies, you can just build a garage in the backyard. I'm waiting on it. Mysteriously dies. <laughs> I, Ethan's out there with an axe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not mysterious. Oh, that's yeah. obvious. No, one of these <laughs> one of these days, a big windstorm's going to come through and we're going to be able to build a garage back there. Yeah. yeah. No, but if if I did want to build some kind of tuner car, then I'd have space in the garage in town for it. Yeah. No, I just meant like as a place yeah. to park. Cause like if it you had nice. that nice car, you'd want to park it 
inside when yeah. you're parking at home, which you'd want to do. It'd be annoying to have it halfway across town. Yeah. I think but. my kind of nice car well, would be one that <laughs> yeah. like works twice a year anyways. So it'd mainly just be sitting in the garage away from my house. I mean, that's kind so, of all of us. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Steven's, Steven's idea of a nice car is like a very swindly Damaged chopper. car. No, yeah. a very swindly um, chopper. The swindlier, yeah. the better. <laughs> yeah. Steven doesn't really care about cars so much, yeah. but yeah. he's really yeah. into choppers right now. I would right get now. a Supra yeah. though. I like Supras. Oh, yeah. Supras mm-hmm. are pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. See, I'd get a FD, and I would get one that's, like, so modified already that it would never work. Yeah. Yeah, it would just, you would literally drive it down the block, and the dude would have you already give him the cash, and it would yeah. blow up uh-huh. immediately. I think I'm probably with Will on, on a GTR, yeah. but I'd have to think to be sure. But, like, if All we're talking, drive. if we're talking, like, we're in the category of, of like, I don't know, Japanese car, cars right now. Cause like there yeah. are different categories and they, yeah. they have different reasons. But I think if None we're talking the other ones matter to me, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain ones like, like I don't care about like say a new ish, uh, Porsche, like a 911 or anything, uh-huh. but oh, I do really like the 944s and like having a, a 944 turbo would be a really fun car. And they're not actually very expensive. I mean, they are compared to Relatively some things, but like to what they are, you can yeah. get one that's decent for like 10 grand even, yeah. you know? So like, and they're nice. They're, and they I look nice. I'm, yeah. I, yours like, was nice. <laughs> what? Your 944 was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, so yeah. was mine. Did you yeah. turn it on with an actual light switch? Yeah, mine had a house light switch in it. Wait, oh, what? no. I never yeah. saw that. But it had, it, it looked nice from the outside from like five feet away. It had like blue racing stripes on it and like a candy, like sparkly paint job. But mm-hmm. in the inside, those cars, it's just the, the European car thing. Like they just, fall apart the interior is pretty bad especially the because you had the earlier generation interior which was i mean the one that i had slash have in the junkyard is Mm -hmm. the slightly later but the dash is all still cracked up yeah they crack they break but what always gets the beamers yeah yeah the thing is though like i i know myself well enough at this point to know that i can't really keep anything nice unless i don't (laughs) use it yeah and so that's why like I don't have any, I mean, one of the reasons why I don't really have any interest in having like a GTR or a Lamborghini or any of those fancy cars, because I wouldn't be able to drive it without like at least slightly damaging it. Whereas, and I wouldn't want to do that. Like I, there's no value to me in having a car that's too nice to actually drive. Yeah. Whereas like a ten, dollars $10, Porsche, like I'd still try to keep it nice. But if I, you know, inevitably, when I inevitably damaged it by having too much fun with it, I wouldn't feel like I'd you know, wasted half my life savings or destroyed a priceless relic, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just not a good place to have a nice car, to be honest. In Idaho? Well, even that's if why I... everyone around here has Subarus, because yeah. it's like the illusion of speed and like you can drive it year round. <laughs> Will looks so offended right there. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are your New Year's goals, Stephen? Well, as far as Grindhard goes, just getting better shots and those new lenses have been awesome. You'll see when you start editing the new videos, how much cool B-roll we've been able to get with like the 100 to 400, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Just, yeah, I don't know. Like being more creative on like the filming side of all of that. Um, yeah. And outside of Grindhard, I don't know. I haven't really nailed anything down yet, but. Just, just try January. Just try try the responsibility <laughs> mustache out like Will. <laughs> mustache of, I think we yeah. should like implement this, you know, the like push up thing. <laughs> Yeah, the the mustache of responsibility. Mustache. If you do something like super irresponsible, yeah. like if you don't complete dry January, you have to shave your mustache. Oh no, I, I couldn't do that. I was born with this mustache. <laughs> what if we make you do it? We just hold it down and <laughs> shave oh, your no. mustache off. How about a responsibility mohawk? 
That's the opposite, though. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like you get to get a mohawk. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not really a consequence. No, because I always think about mohawks as like the swindly thing to do. But you know, yeah. like before you shave your head, you get a mohawk, but then I have to keep it until I'm responsible again. Yeah, that's yeah. what but I you mean. You would like it, is what I'm You'd saying. You'd enjoy it. That's, it has uh, to be a real uh, consequence. You check out my sick mohawk, See, us, us shaving off your mustache would be a real consequence. That's, that's why true. it works. That's true. That'd change your life. I've never seen Steven without a mustache. I feel like I'm a little uncomfortable There's only that. a few people who ever had, man. Uh, I've oh. seen, they said never again. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen him with, like, when I met him, he was young enough to not really have a mustache, yeah. just a little bit of fuzzies. Yeah, it looked pretty um, bad. Will's got a good head No, you start. just look like you were 16 because oh, you were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have that. I don't think anyone, at least, like, no one just looks good that age. That's like, true. Their bodies are just like, I'm a different person now. <laughs> but this is this weird transitionary phase between yeah. what I used to be and what I'm going to be. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I see teenagers now, and I'm like, what the heck? I didn't look like that <laughs> when <laughs> I was 17. No, I think they try. Did, I though. think they try a lot harder, though. Oh, uh, yeah, true. I was just in sweatpants. I didn't give. No, a he's crap. he's saying that they look better than we did, like oh. teenagers now. And I I would they tend to have agree. Like, swag. I think people try a lot harder. Like, I think I think uh, like. The generation younger than Will's, mm-hmm. like even or and oh. Will's generation, like they're like looking nice is actually more of a, especially for guys. I mean, for girls, like looking nice has always been a thing. But oh. I think I think it seems I to me anyway, that. like uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but it's probably I mean, Instagram. Like you need to get your numbers up. You yeah, know? yeah. You, you gotta need gotta to look like, yeah. look good by the pool, even if you're like 15. <laughs> like kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird when you yeah. say it like that. Well, it's like all those. No, it's all those. Beams, dude. <laughs> Have you seen them? It's like me when I was like a kid or whatever, and you're like wearing a bunch of weird crap and like singing your song yeah. and like filming with like a VHS camera. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the new generation. It's like everyone all like dressed up, like dancing, all like yeah, actually dancing, like filmed with dancing. like a real camera. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that is yeah. a whole different thing. It is. But maybe, I mean, you know. If you're a dude in sweatpants, you got to turn it up a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. It's like competition's fierce <laughs> out there. So <laughs> back to Stephen's Stephen's goals. I don't think it's like a New Year's thing, but you have been talking about wanting to build a chopper and like learn more about mm-hmm. building stuff too. So that's yeah, that'll probably happen this year. Yeah, yeah. I need to get back on Facebook. So Let's I just say that will happen because that means it has a fifty percent chance of happening. If you say it will probably happen, we have a hundred percent chance that it will not happen. Okay, it will happen. We'll it's, go true. To the 50% it's true. Fifty percent. It's true. Stephen's yeah. somebody there that if he go. says probably, it means it very not. unlikely. Yeah. If he says maybe, it means no. Mm-hmm. And if he says yes, it's like a ninety percent. Well, you need a riding companion to take the chopper to Sturgis, so. <laughs> right? The monster <laughs> chopper. <laughs> yep. How far do you think you could ride that thing without like wanting to die? I honestly have no idea. Like the <laughs> the test the test roll down the hill the other day was fairly uninspiring. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, well, um, but I also know you guys why. Are be surprised when you see yeah. the next chopper video. I also know <laughs> all of the reasons why it was that way, and and I think I know how to make it better. So, mm. but but until it's running and driving, and I, like I have no idea. It might be the kind of thing that's like a huge difficulty and practice and workout to even be able to ride it like. 10 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, that said on the pavement, it's going to be much easier. Like I, yeah. that's a certainty that on smooth terrain, it'll be, but it may be the kind of thing where you can't really go around corners very fast because like, aside from all the weird geometries and weight and balance of it, also you just have the fact of like, that's a 200 pound tire. That's 46 inches, inches in diameter spinning really fast. That's a gyroscope. 
it yeah. really, really, yeah. really doesn't want to change direction. Yeah, I don't want to be straight. So <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it may be the thing, like at lower speeds, it'll definitely be drivable, but it might be the kind of thing where you get up to like 40, 50 miles and an hour and you just can't straight. go around a corner. I don't know. <laughs> Like, yeah. Is that why dirt bike front tires are 21 inches and supermotos are like 1917? No, I think that's more about um, one, supermotos don't have to roll over bumps, so you don't need as big of a tire. Oh. And two, if you're taking a dirt bike and then using it for supermoto, yeah. um, what you're doing by putting a smaller front tire on it is changing the rake, the angle of the forks, oh. which makes the steering quicker and um, more responsive for for driving on pavement. Okay. Cause, cause dirt bikes are made, are, are set up with rake and geometry for stability. I mean, they also need to be nimble, but you're not going very fast. So nimble at slow speeds, you want it to feel pretty stable and not, uh, and you know, not be too affected by bumps and stuff. Whereas a, a bike that's on the street, you kind of want the opposite of that. You want it to be very nimble, even at higher speeds. And the faster you go, you know, mm, the, the more yeah. stable yeah. it tends to get. So like anyway, MotoGP bikes, like the tires are, I mean, they're wide, but they're, Small yeah, diameter and, and, but those bikes are built from the start with yeah. that in mind, so they don't need to put a smaller than original tire on the front because yeah. they're just built with the right geometry yeah. to begin with. And they're, but I the mean, gyroscopic effect is something fun to think about. Yeah, like in that yeah, I didn't right. size really. thing. Yeah. yeah, and and on a on a bike on a regular bike, like it's there, it's an effect, and it helps you be stable at speed, but your tires and wheels are so much smaller and lighter. Like the tire mm. is barely bigger than that yeah. wheel. And your body weight, like yep. on as a, a percentage, you can just lean yep. in so easy, even if it had bigger tires, like, yeah, but these outweigh you each, each tire. Yeah. And, and not <laughs> only that, but uh, all normal sport bikes, your center of gravity is way higher. All, all bikes, every bike. Oh, this is so the only bike ever to lean. You're getting it. Yeah. You have way more influence on it, regardless of your percentage of body weight to the vehicle's weight, which is also way higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but your, your, your center of gravity is higher. So it's just much easier to affect it. And, and in some ways that'll be a really good thing with the chopper because it won't want to fall over. Yeah. But in other ways it might be way too stable. Yeah. So it's all, you know, it's all a mystery. It's just, it's mm. an experiment. And if it's barely rideable, that's okay. Because, yeah, it's, it looks cool. It's it looks yeah, cool. it's it's more of a piece of art about motorcycles yeah. than it is a functional thing. Which I want it to be as functional as possible. Is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Every chopper out there is art that's telling a story about motorcycles, and that story is not performance. No, it never has been, and it never will be for choppers. The story yeah. is looking really cool because that's what bikes are for, mm-hmm. and so that's why I'm building this the way I am. And and if it's it's going to be rideable to some extent. And I want it to be the best that it can be. But at the end of the day, if it's essentially a piece of art conversation starter, then it's going to do really good at that. It already is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well, what are your goals for the year besides getting that bad boy running? Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about goals as such, but um, things that I uh, like, I'd really like to work on the fire truck this year um, and do something with Humvees. Those are two major things. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, finish up some more stuff on the shop, like get the bathroom working, and um, you know that's that's uh, that's not really goals. That's just things that I'm gonna do. Yeah. Um, put put siding on my house. That's a good goal for this. Year. <laughs> oh man, the people are gonna be. I get messages on my personal Instagram about the siding on your house. People are like, dude, does Ethan need help? Sodness. Well, that's the problem is that I don't want. Yeah, help. I know. I say that. He doesn't want help. Uh, I mean, point. I would take help from like my friends yeah. that I know and trust, but like, Not I don't like know. Some I'm just random like, contractors. Yeah, I like 
building things myself. Like I don't really get a whole lot of satisfaction about having things yeah. <laughs> if I can't also have built them. Well, and you can also make it a lot nicer than the general contractor yeah. would. Right. And I want to mill the mill. Like originally I was going to do metal, but after doing this thing with metal siding, I, I've got really uh, tired. The of metal that, around so. all those weird windows and yeah, stuff. Yeah, anyway. So really mm, hard. I think I want to mill my own siding for it. Oh, nice. I have that ability and, and stuff. So I want to, you know, get some cedar trees and uh, mill them up and you know that's something that nobody else can do so that's why it's yeah. been unsighted for six years because uh, <laughs> <laughs> priorities you know yeah. <laughs> priorities, priorities. But, yeah um yeah i don't know other than that just continue to level up on you know skill and building and stuff and uh you know try to be less of a curmudgeon generally uh, you know, as a personal goal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, nice. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's pretty much it. I don't really like New Year's resolutions as such because yeah. I feel like they're like, it's like, I'm going to do this thing. And you always set yourself a goal that's like f- very fixed and yeah. rigid. And then as soon as you fail on that extremely fixed and rigid thing, then yeah. you just give up. You're like, eh, eh, I didn't do it. You know, like dry, dry January, right? Like I'm not saying Steven's, yeah. you know, inherently going to fail at that or something, but like- Well, he already has. I know, I know. I'm, not, I'm saying I'm not picking on Steven. It'll it's have just, to bleed into February is how it's going. <laughs> okay. It's just an example because like, if you're like, I'm not going to drink at all for the month of January. And then one day you're at a bar- restaurant and with your friends and you have a beer. You're like, well, now I failed at my goal. So I'm not going to do it at all. Whereas if you set yourself a vague general concept- and you say, you know what? I'm going to try to drink less or I'm going to try to be less of a curmudgeon. Then if you fail, you don't feel like you entirely failed and you get, and you and you missed your point. You can mm-hmm. just be like, oh, well, today I didn't do as well, but tomorrow I'll do better, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so. I think a big problem with New Year's goals too is like the, I will do this by the end of the year. Yeah. Because it's like... And then if you don't, yeah. you failed, right? Like, and yeah. that's... You don't want to feel like you failed. Yeah, because like the last three years, I haven't made a movie and I've wanted to make a movie. Right. But I just like... There's just kind of like energy and conversation going around about goal setting. Right. And then like towards the end of the year, I was like, what do you want to do this year? What do you want to do this year? What do you want to do this year? And I'm like, okay. I just like bought the movie camera that right. night. Yeah. Like... Mm-hmm. I didn't even really talk to you guys. I was like, hey, guys, I bought a movie camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're yep. making a movie. I'm excited to learn you how know. to use that thing. Yeah, it's super yeah. premium looking. We're going to yeah, have to try to like keep me. it nice, though. That's what I was worried about. So you guys want to do, like, your 100-mile challenge movie type situation. Mm-hmm. Would that camera be in the same shape yeah. as the jank? Oh, no. no. That camera is not going not on, on the those challenges. Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. 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 It's, it's too dangerous on a hundred mile challenge to take such. <laughs> I mean, we should get it a hard case for sure, yeah, regardless, because sure. we're always going to be filming things that are yeah know, mildly sketchy. And it's pretty strong and stuff. Is this screen is like the main thing we'll have to like kind of baby. Yeah, but it even has like little shields and it has a screen protector already, but that falls off already. <laughs> well, now it kind of stayed. Oh, I don't okay. know. But I was even thinking like maybe until we get a hard case, I'll just keep it at my house. Because, yeah, like, might we be. don't need to use it every day. Like, no. I want to get some test stuff today and then bring it in and see what it's like. Because right. apparently ISO isn't a real thing. But that <laughs> might be a little too technical for this podcast. ISO is a lie. It's all a lie, man. All the cake lie. is a lie. Yeah. I couldn't believe. That's still one of my favorite video games of all time. Portal? Portal. Yeah. Both of them. Portal and Portal 2. Yeah. I've never played those games. You'd always, like them well. it's Are you busy tonight after work? <laughs> <laughs> you can Not play for, Portal One in one afternoon for sure. Really? Yeah. yeah. The whole beat the whole game. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dang. I don't. Yeah. 
Her I story. always see them on advertisements on my Xbox, but I never. I have it. I have. I don't know if I have one, but I have two on my oh. Xbox. So one of the is two the co-op yeah. one, or is yep. there? Yeah, a you can play player. co-op. Oh, yeah, okay. both. Yeah, yeah. Really both. nice. It's Good just game. like one of those things that's like a piece of art that's made because someone wanted to make it. Yeah, like you're not trying to please anybody. You're not trying to like, like you're just making the art that you want to exist. Mm-hmm. That is like portal, and it, it's it's still so different from any other video game that's like lately. I just feel like every game I play feels the same, no matter what shoot. it's <laughs> it, or even like, even if it's a different, like, yeah, they all just start to feel the same. You're just like, Oh look, another side quest, whatever portal portal was, was, and still is just completely unlike any other video game. And then also yeah. like the humor in it is excellent. Like <laughs> the, the computers and stuff and all their, their AI humor and like, and the art style and the, the art. Dialogue. Yeah. Like and all like of the it. Easter eggs. There's a lot of yeah. little gems. Yeah. Like the there. cake is a lie, you yep. know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like all these things that, cause I see some Easter eggs in modern games, even like Starfield and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like, you can tell like, Oh, this could have been something like I'm on the Starfield Reddit and people always post, <laughs> of like, course you are. <laughs> there's these whiteboards, like you'll go into a scientist lab and there's these whiteboards and of like, oh, this equation must mean something funny. So like it'll screenshot it, put it on Reddit, and they're like, Yeah, I mean it kind of has to do with rockets, but it doesn't really belong together. It's like, oh, such an opportunity. If you're gonna make yeah. that art, like fill it up with art. Right. You yeah. know, like little yeah. fun things. Even if it doesn't progress you through the game. Yeah. Like I feel like Skyrim even had more of that. That was yeah. my biggest quarrel with Starfield is they had such a good opportunity. It's a good game engine. Mm-hmm. If they had made it smaller and packed it more full of like little funny things and Easter eggs and stuff like that. Yeah, there's I not think, enough humor in that yeah, game. It would have hit better, I think, yeah. if it did that. Yeah. It's kind of like similar in Skyrim too where like kind of everyone has the same attitude. Yeah, like they all don't want to be bothered. They all are kind of griping about their job or whatever. It's like, I like playing a game where there's like a bunch of different personalities. Like, oh, you meet this really quirky, fun character. Like Borderlands is really Dude, good. Dude, I that. was gonna say yeah. that Borderlands is so good. Uh huh. The characters you meet in Borderlands, like, they have different. Like, some of them are kind of like, oh, rough and tough, and da da da. Don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. And then some of them are just like, hey, like, want to hang out? Let's do like, like, you know, like you just ran into Will in a video game. <laughs> yeah. And one of them's like a psychotic thirteen-year-old girl who's kind of also a bunny rabbit and like blows everything up. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's <laughs> so much more fun. Yeah. It's like I think maybe just that's a missing part. It's just yeah. the fun part. And I think that's why things like Fortnite do, does so well. It's mm. Like, oh, you want to be Spider-Man? And like dance Gongam style with your friends every time you get a kill. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay, let's give you the ability to do that. Right. You know? Yeah. And like all these games within the game can come up when you're yep. doing that. Like all yeah. these Fortnite streamers have like a thing that they do, their thing. Right. They're playing a game within the game. And then it just is so much more fun that way. But like if you're not doing couch play, like co-op, co-op that you can yep, do together, yep. split screen. That's like the best gaming yeah. experience, and that's so lacking. No one away. does that. No one does it. That it's was crazy. the thing when I was a kid. Yeah. Every game had split screen. I know, awesome. And I've and never talked to anybody that that thinks that that isn't good, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody Everyone who's ever it. played video games wants that, and no yeah. one's making games like that. It must just be hard to develop. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it is. And yeah. they, they know yeah. they don't really have to because you can do online multiplayer. and yeah. It's just not the but, same, man. Uh, that's yeah. what's so gangster about Halo. Mm. 
Yeah. But I never played Halo with, well, I guess I did in college. But Halo when I first do Halo, Halo 2 best. co-op and you'll yeah. be like, nice. I mean, I played a lot of Halo. What <laughs> I was going to say is when I played Halo, I w- like I played Halo 1, but I was totally by myself the whole time. Mm. Yeah. I played some Halo, like not co-op campaign stuff, just like, you know, death matches and stuff with, with uh, my friends in college. But yeah. Um, but yeah, like that, the, the, the art and the humor and stuff is what's so lacking in so many games is like, the side quests in like Starfield, for example, every one you're like, oh look, another side quest, and like, it's I haven't I have like when I I was playing it while I was in Texas, and I didn't really do many of the side quests because they just were really obvious. It was like this person comes up and talks to you about something, and they're like, I need help with this thing, and you know immediately what's going to happen on the side quest. You're going to go, yeah, and not, not all of them. Really, and, though, there's some that take you on a <laughs> wild adventure. I'm sure they do, and I'm not. I haven't done them all. I'm just comparing it to like how it makes me feel like what I feel right. Like I'm not, I'm not like, I'm sure there are good ones, but Mm -hmm. for comparison, borderlands, like every single side quest I play did immediately because I knew it was going to be really entertaining and funny. Even if it was a basic, like, Hey, go retrieve this thing for me. Yeah. The characters were funny. Like what happens is funny. Like, and visually it's, I don't know. It was just, it's just a different feel, you know? That's one thing. Like when the AI, chats and voices first started coming out i was Mm. like wow video games are gonna get so much better because you could like talk to anyone and have a different experience and they could have their own voice and backstory and it seeming i don't know how it worked technically but it seems like it'd be easier to program Mm -hmm. and now i'm kind of thinking like oh no it's going to be so monotonous and you'll have to go yeah. through so many to get a good one. Cause none of them were actually made by a real human. Right. I'm like, humans are already having a hard time adding human, humanity human, into yeah. video yeah, games, right. you know? Cause it's like the jokes in portal, like portal one, maybe there's only a handful, like a couple Easter eggs, a couple yep. really good jokes, but it's just an absolute joy the whole time. Yeah. And it's just, that's humanity in the game right and which is even better a game about robots yeah but then like <laughs> if there's like because like you think of how chat gpt responds to your queries it's like very technical very and if you say be funny and they're like oh huh huh yeah <laughs> this is your answer to your question huh it's yeah. like it's not like a terrible clever. dad joke like <laughs> yeah exactly it's like yeah. just regurgitated stuff so it's like yep. i don't know but well, well and that's like he's getting cold, so maybe that podcast is coming to an end. No, I'm fine. My knees are a little cold, but it's <laughs> you just look like you're like under. shaking over. No, the fire I'm probably fine. doesn't need yeah. a few logs over there. So we'll close out with the wise words of Will, like we always do. Hmm. Here's some really wise words that I've been experiencing. So I'm going to take care of this this weekend. But um, don't try to drive around on summer tires, bald summer tires in the snow, in a Honda Civic. Yeah. It's not good. It's not premium. <laughs> it just snowed this morning. These are some like real life advice from Will. Get yourself some snow tires because the storm's coming. Mm. I saw a meme on Facebook that said uh, it was on one of the Sandpoint groups. It was like, all right, if it's your first time living I've in Idaho, that. all weather tires are not snow weather. I, yeah, I've seen I that. Yeah. All seasons are not snow tires. I that guy that like, goes in the ditch and then they look at my tires and they're both summer yeah, tires and they're like, like mm. you must not be from around here. Yeah. They're like, yeah. no, no. You're like, I literally grew up in a house that's completely yeah. off grid. I yeah, just man. am actually dumb. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he doesn't remember the name of the road 
that he's lived most of his life on. So yeah, so, you know, Will's brain does work a little bit differently. Uh, really? Mean, that's not you weren't here for that information. No, I missed that. He was one. telling me a story. And he was like, I was out on the road. I was like, which road? He's like, it's cross like, mountain. Road. He's like, no, it's not the part you were telling the story about. It's not. Oh yeah. Well, no. I mean, you did yeah. live on cross mountain, I but did, I'm talking yeah. about, uh, yeah. I'm talking about the road that you'd anyway. Yeah. I was like, which, which road? And he's like, like the main one to get to your house. And I was like, you mean like the paved one or, and he's like, no, the dirt one. I'm like, wait, you don't remember the name of it? <laughs> they like, just grew up together. here. They meld together. You know, I know the names, but like, I don't know where the road starts, like where the journey starts yeah. on that road. So, I uh, get you. You'll, you'll have that. Yeah. It's a, it's a bigger <laughs> job. It is a bigger <laughs> job. All yeah. right. So anyway, yeah. get snow tires, get snow tires. That is the scent and bent podcast. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts and comes out every Monday. So let's have a good year. Let's have a good year. Nice. Nice.